nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at TomBernardShow.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18-hole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to TomBernardShow.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. TomBernardShow.com. Keyword passport. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. God, that long intro again. Would you stop running that, what is that, four or five minutes? <laughs> yeah, something like that, you know. The uh, show's on. Okay, nice promo. There we go. <laughs> it always, although the other ones, when she would go on and on and on, just this morning when I woke up and I put, made the bed after that, and then I went and had breakfast, and then I said, you know what? It's time for the Tom Bernard Show. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't talked to Amy in a couple of weeks. What, she hiding out? Yeah, I think she went on vacation recently, didn't she? Or was that? No, I know she was out of town for some meetings. Uh, right. A lot of last week, I want to say. So she has been uh, pretty busy catching up on some work, to my knowledge. Which I mean, she's always working. Yeah. It seems like. But I mean, vacation from what? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's, <laughs> a, it's like I have no, I can't defend anything. That <laughs> uh, It all works out in the end. It, it, it does all work out in the end, I suppose. I'm just uh, looking at some headlines. Uh, looks like DeSantis dropped out of the race, and it looks like Dean Phillips was on uh, on Fox this morning. Uh, he's running for president. I was just joking around with the guys about this because I watched a little bit of it. I don't I don't know Dean really well. I know him. I've met him a couple of times, and he was always a very pleasant guy to me, very, very nice guy. But uh, the host this morning goes, you know, uh, it's so great uh, to have a guy like you on here, very smart guy. I mean, you uh, you built a billion-dollar business. No, that was mom and dad. I mean, not taking anything away from Dean Phillips because right. he's, he's got the do re me now. But yeah, his his uh, was his parents or it might have been his grandparents that started that business, the Phillips uh, Liquor. Yeah, well, in either way, you would think that in his as they're getting kind of ready to do press, they're going to go, hey, they're probably going to mention this business. Do we want to just say yes, I take credit for all of this, or do we want to give more of a human element? to the story right. and take, right. you know, be humble about it. Like they 
had to have actively made that decision to just go out and lie. Because you can fact check this. It doesn't take much work. We did yeah. it in about yeah. two yeah. seconds this morning. <laughs> it did take two full seconds, though. I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's a lot of uh, effort these days, two seconds. That's just yeah. the way it is. But, and again, I, uh, I don't know Dean really well. I've met him. He's a very, very pleasant guy. As a matter of fact, when I first met him, he gave me a hug goodbye. What do you think of that action? First time I ever Jeez. met him. Yeah, that's not uh, something that's common today, especially no. post-COVID. Oh. <laughs> now, this was pre-COVID. Oh, this was pre-COVID? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was pre-COVID. Yeah, how's that COVID thing going, by the way? Is it, it's still rearing its ugly head, is it, once in a while? Yeah, every once in a while you hear, I'll hear something about COVID, and I'll be like, oh, I didn't realize that was still a thing that was kicking around out there in the world. Yeah. <laughs> what else can they invent that'll kill people? I don't know. I give it a couple of weeks. Give it a couple of yeah. months. You have to. It's we're like about fla- flavor of the yeah. month, you know. <laughs> I have a question for you. You're uh, Fauci and all those other guys developing this disease to put on the market, so you can also sell big time the vaccine for the disease. Mm-hmm. How do you sleep at night knowing you killed millions of people? Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know how. Because what Fauci made a ton of money off of oh, COVID, God. right? Where like he's just retired, we don't hear from him ever again. So yeah, it is. I don't know. Anytime you make money off of the downfall of other people, it's got to be a little hard to prop your window open and go to bed. You'd think so, but I remember my favorite picture of. I've never met Fauci. I'm never going to meet Fauci. It's a different world and all that rest of it. But I do remember. Uh, Kind of right at the beginning of uh, of the whole thing, there was a baseball. I think it was a baseball game. I don't think it was football. I think it was baseball. Mm-hmm. So the announcer, hey, you've got a special guest in the uh, audience. We're not going to interview him, but we'd like to show you. Dr. Fauci. They go to the shot. Person on his left's wearing a mask. Person on his right's wearing a mask. His mask is hanging off his right ear. He wasn't even wearing it. So you all need to wear a mask. I don't need to wear a mask, but you do. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. It's another one of those deals. And speaking of masks, this weekend I saw somebody wearing a mask, which you don't really see too many people out and about wearing masks anymore, but he had it like half off his face. And I was like, at this point, like they're not mandatory. If you really don't want to wear your mask, you just take it off, sir. Like you don't have to yeah. just half-ass and have your nose out. Like. Yeah, pretty much the deal right there. I, yeah, I don't understand it myself, and it's just, hey, we keep moving. Look, everybody knows, and we've been talking about it on this show for quite some time, it's always about money. Nothing else matters in the world but money to people because I suppose it, it makes them less vulnerable. They live a much happier life. I mean, even if they have to steal it from other people, as long as they've got it, it makes them very comfortable to know that's true. But it's just, it's so disgusting that every single thing is about money now. Isn't that sad? Yeah. Well, and even in kind of the response to COVID where it was what businesses get to stay open, what businesses aren't yeah. allowed to stay open. It was kind of a who you knew and could you, you know, Target could stay open to sell groceries and, you know, toys, but a toy store had to stay close. Yeah, it was all, it was a very yeah. messy and difficult thing to navigate. I don't feel... I don't envy Tim Walls's job during that time frame at all. No. No, I suppose not. Did, did he ever, did he wear a mask? I don't remember. Yeah. I'm sure he did while he was shopping at the candy store down south. Yeah. I, I feel like you have oh, enough that people. candy store, yeah. I feel like you, right. I feel like you've, <laughs> you've got enough candy people store. on his, like, staff that it's like, 
you know, every every politician we know has uh, has done the like, what shoes sh- show me like more in charge, brown or the black ones today? Yep. Like, right. You know, there's right. enough people on the staff to be like, all right, hey Tim, make sure you put this on before we walk out the doors here. So. Yeah, and every politician, every time they were on TV during the pandemic, like you could just see the energy draining out of their body, like as they're propped up in front of the camera, like I have to right. talk about this again and yeah. answer all these questions because no matter what they did, if they shut everything down, then like one side is going to be terribly upset if you left everything open and the whole nother group of people are gonna be upset so yeah it was a tough time no question about it ladies and gentlemen i I do remember because i'm not big into politics i kind of well like i said right now i'm dead square right center dead center right on i don't know what the hell i'm gonna do i gotta figure it out and everybody's bitching about uh having two 80 year olds well trump is what 77 so he would be 80 at the end of his run if uh if he did win and then you got Biden, who's already 80 years old. And uh, do you think it would have been as easy to beat on two se- uh, two guys who were 77 and 80 years old back in the day? I don't think you could have gotten away with beating on an 80 year old back in the day, verbally. You think? Oh no, I don't think so. Because I think no. definitely more recently the kind of disrespect for the elder generations has gotten right. to an extreme where back in the day it was a little bit more of a respect your elder and they're wiser and things like that. I suppose that look, I, I just take everybody flat out, even square. I don't know you. I know you, I, everything's good and you, I don't know. So I'll assume you're a good person. If it turns out you're not, I won't come near you. But as far as going after an entire group of people because of how old they are, I bet you if we looked for some of the great things that were done or invented or said, you'd get a pretty pretty decent percentage of people over 80 that did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, there's I, I would think so. I'm not saying 100% or anything, but I bet you to be 10, 15%, something like that. Yeah, well, anytime you just throw kind of a blanket, everybody over the age of XYZ yeah. is terrible. Yeah. Like, okay, let's yeah. all breathe. I feel like that's just like every group, like age mm-hmm. group, though. Yes. It's like you're going to have... Yes. Like you could go to people in their forties, and you're gonna have a decent amount that are just like good people. Like I want to hang out with you. Sure, I'll I'll talk to you all the time. But then there's a good chunk that I bet you I also just wanted. I want nothing to do with. Like you stay on the other side of the room, and I I won't bother you. So I feel like that's in every age group though too. It's not a not a bad plan. I just got a text message sent from one of our listeners that said. Tom, you could never run for president because you look like a hitman for the mob. <laughs> That's real nice. <laughs> Is that my pleasant demeanor? Yeah. There's very pleasant faces that I make like, God damn. I bet you I could scare a few Congress people, though. Oh, probably. Yeah. You're like, all right, here's the bill I have proposed. Now, come over here. I'm going to tell you, here's what's going to happen <laughs> if you don't approve this bill that I want to throw <laughs> through. I pulled that thing again uh, yesterday where I was walking down the street. And a guy goes, oh, is that your wallet? And I said, no, it's a gun. It was my wallet. There you go. But he left me alone immediately, I will tell you that. We do have to take a break. Be right back. Phil Mackey will join us right after this, ladies and gentlemen. You know the song Kokomo. It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Well, I hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that is a fictitious place. They made up for the song. I like fictitious. There's no question. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now, that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful. As a matter of fact, Catherine and I are going to go down to Key West. uh, I think we're going to fly down there, I think, the end of February. Either the very end of February or the very beginning of March. 
So I'm looking forward to that because I love Key West. I love the Keys, all of them. So, yeah, I'm a part-time resident uh, in Florida myself. You want a second house or a new retirement home and want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield, Minnesota. He's a super real estate agent when it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys because he lives there and here. And Matt knows what it's, uh, what's best in Key West to buy for your second home in Florida. You got Kristen Eklund aboard as well from Alexandria, Minnesota. Coast to Coast Mortgage. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota, and Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That is onekeywest.com. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with my Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. What do you think of that action, ladies and gentlemen? Hey, it's a new year. Why not treat yourself to a new gun from K&L Surplus and Ammo? I personally know Jim, the owner. He's a great guy. Been in the firearms business for over 15 years, knows how to set you up with the perfect firearm for your needs, and I wouldn't say that if it weren't true because he does know what he's doing. K&L offers one of the widest selections of firearms in the region, including Beretta shotguns, Tika rifles. High school trap teams are starting to form now, and K&L has a great selection of SKB shotguns. K&L has Tika and SKB in both right and left-hand models. K&L also has a broad range of ammunition, including both American and European calibers. If you have a collection of guns that you'd like to sell, call Jim at K&L so he can help you get the best price through his network. So we're talking about K&L Surplus and Ammo. It's on Lake Drive in Lina Lakes. It's open Tuesday through Saturday. You can also visit them online, www.klgunstore.com. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. God, those long intros, I'm getting real sick of... Hey, get rid of that <laughs> ETT. Put an ARD on there. On your shirt. Oh. What? Oh, I was like... <laughs> Wait, oh, say it again. I wasn't, doing the, I wasn't doing the math in my head. Say it again. Say it you again. Gotta, you, got, you got a Garnet on. You got to take the G and the ETT off it. Put a B in front of there and an ARD at the end. Oh, of it. Bar- <laughs> <laughs> Except- it is way too early on a Monday to be doing uh, alphabet math at that level for me right now. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> By the way, I, my IQ is higher than 34. It is. Like That's good. That. That's well, good. maybe. Now, this is going to be an odd question I'm going to ask you, Mr. Mackey. Okay. Score North Phil Mackey is brought to you by North American Banking Company. Go to nabanco.com to learn more. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. And I know I'm, I'm opening with an odd question, but it strikes me. Are the Green Bay Packers that good? I know they lost, but Boy. they're good, man. They are. 
I, I will say this. And by the way, the, the, the Lions, too, are in the NFC Championship yeah, game. Yeah. So, you know, the Vikings, you're looking around the division, and you're like, well, at least, we, you know, at least we're better than the Bears, right? Then you look at the standing. It's like, oh, the Bears and the Vikings have the same record this yep. year. Um, of course, the Vikings lost their starting quarterback throughout the season. But I would say this. I've heard a lot of Vikings fans, you know, and, and we're in coping mode right now, right? We're trying to cling to anything. We're watching these division rivals go deep in the playoffs and – it's like, yeah, but we smoked the Packers at Lambeau Field back in October. And I would say, <laughs> well, that was October. And we don't hang banners for victories in October. No. Okay, so no. number one. But number two, there is room for, like, you don't peak in October in the NFL. If you're if you're winning in October, that's why we've, we've joked about Kirk-tober for all these years, right? Yeah. Kirk Cousins. Yep. Yep. Kirk Cousins will slay the NFL in October and November. But then December and January roll around. Now, in fairness to him, he didn't have a chance to play late in the season. Right. Um, the Packers are better now exponentially than they were when the Vikings beat them at Lambeau Field in October. Yes. They have yes. the youngest team in the NFL. Uh, Jordan Love, at the time of that game, two, two and a half months ago, it was pretty questionable whether he was a starting quarterback going forward. And he turned into one of the top 10 guys yep. in the league yep. down the stretch. So, you know, it's they're not going away. We, we kind of thought, okay, finally, 30 years of the Packers having Hall of Fame quarterbacks, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> now they're going to go into some sort of five-year, maybe like a three-year doldrums, maybe uh, like just a couple years. <laughs> nope. Nope. I they're just man. good. It's depressing because like when the Vikings make the playoffs and lose in the first round, we're like, oh, man, we underachieved. We're so depressed. The Packers make it to the playoffs with a team that they're not supposed to make it with in the first right. place. And so, yeah. like, they have all this hope. Everybody in our division has hope, and we have nothing. We might not even have Kirk Cousins as our quarterback anymore. And then, right. like, it's just, it sucks. I hate it here. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> well, you hate it here. You're just. <laughs> <laughs> that's not... Well, why aren't you a Packer fan? You grew up in Wisconsin. I could never like it... no. So when no. I was when I was younger, I think there's one picture of me floating around as like a three year old in a Brett Favre jersey or something like that. But oh, my okay. uncle converted me at a very young age, and so I was. You know, fighting. I have the same incriminating photo when I was like 11 years old. So all of my mom's side of the family is from Wisconsin, mm -hmm. and it was. I think it was. Because the Packers went to back-to-back -back Super Bowls. It was one of the two in the mid-90s. It was before the Vikings drafted Randy Moss. And the Packers were playing in the Super Bowl. And so for that Christmas, like, they were they were about to go to the playoffs. And that side of the family got me a Brett Favre Packers jersey. And I'm like, there's, like, a picture of me with two thumbs up and a Brett Favre Packers jersey. They're, like, trying to convert me. And then the Vikings drafted Randy Moss the next season or two seasons oh. later. And I... And I, I almost wish that, that I had just converted, you know, just it would have been easier as a football fan to just be a Packers fan. But oh, yeah. My are. quality of life would probably be a lot higher if I was a Packers fan. That's You'd smell saying. like cheese and uh, like meat sticks all the time. But <laughs> meat I, sticks. I, I already do. So that doesn't <laughs> yeah, change anything for me. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just wanted to ask you that up front. I, I know they lost. They only lost by three points, though, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But that team is very impressive for as young as they are. They're extremely impressive. They uh, and they, I mean, they outplayed San Francisco in that game too. Yeah. They just there was a couple things here and there that they, that you, you know, the youngest team in the NFL just had a couple moments in that game. And then on the Lions front, it's insane. Like you keep seeing all these different sort of like the last time the Lions did this, the last time, the Lions have only been to the playoffs like four times since 1957 or something, oh, maybe God. five times. Uh, so this is the furthest they've gone since 1957. 
and they'll be playing the San Francisco 49ers. Those two teams have met in the playoffs despite being in the same conference for decades. Uh, They last met in the playoffs in 1983 and then 1957. They also met in the playoffs. So get the Lions are checking all these boxes for the first time in 40 years, 50 years, 60 years. And the Vikings are sitting here trying to figure out, okay, do we run it back with a 36-year-old on a torn Achilles? Do we try drafting a quarterback? It's a tough spot for the Vikings right now, for sure. No question. How many female owners are there in the NFL? Boy, I'd have to go through sort of like the the inherited, like the families right. that are passing yes. down ownership. Mm-hmm. I don't have a great answer for that. I don't either. The, the Ms. Ford. Is she? Is her last name Ford or is that her middle name now? Ford. Um, I, think it's, I think she's married into a different name now. I think so, but, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, they've, I mean, remember when they... They hired Matt Millen one time out of the Fox broadcast booth. Like, I okay, this is that. like 20 years ago. <laughs> and he tanked them to the first win. I think it was the first winless season in NFL history. And uh, they've just been a laughing stock for so long. So if they wind yep. up winning the Super Bowl, I, I almost think it's more depressing for Vikings fans. Because, like, we've seen the Packers win Super Bowls. It happens. Like, they're a really good organization. If the Lions right. get one before the Vikings, uh, like, boy, I don't yeah, know. How far have we – the Lions are – you know, a handful of years from 0-16, and they never win anything, and they passed us by. Like, how much of a poverty franchise are we, the Minnesota Vikings, where the <laughs> Lions, of all teams, have passed us by now? It, it is. sucks. Yeah. We're just, we're clinging, we're clinging to anything right now. And then, you know what, though? It's, at least we have, on the other side of the NFL, in the AFC, at least we have a friend to commiserate with, and that friend's name is the Buffalo Bills. Right. Yes. The Buffalo Bills and the Minnesota Vikings in in just sort of different parallel universes are the same franchise. Both have lost four Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Both have now the Buffalo Bills have had some like sustainable stretches like the last five years where they are one of the mm-hmm. best teams in the league. The Vikings kind of pop up once every 10 years for the Vikings. It's kickers missing wide left. It's Gary Anderson, 98. It's Blair Walsh in the cold weather game, 2015. And for the Bills, it's kickers missing wide right. Yeah. Scott Norwood in oh, the Super Bowl, God. Super Bowl 25 back in 1990. And then last night, this poor Tyler Bass. Tyler Bass gets up there. All right, got a 44-yarder here. It's a home field. You, so you know the wind. You know everything. And you just have to make this, and maybe the game goes to overtime. And that poor kid didn't come within a country mile of making that field goal <laughs> pulse is just racing through his neck he's got bill's history just flowing through his brain so at least we well, can commiserate with buffalo bills fans i guess i gotta be honest with you though after being in the business for 53 years uh when that mic gets first cracked first thing in the morning i'm still really nervous yeah, yeah. It is. your heart's racing a little bit sure. you know? you've been there before but it's a new it's a new day. There's new topics. Exactly right. There's no <laughs> question about it. That, it's very difficult, so we move forward. But I will tell you, if the Lions do win a Super Bowl before the Vikings, I will never watch the NFL again. I won't do it. <laughs> so you're I not can't. rooting. I'm kind of rooting for that, to be honest. It's, yeah, I know. I know. Because yeah. it, it'd be very cool to go from nothing to the top of the heap. It'd be great. Right. And especially after Dan Campbell got made fun of, essentially from day one, of taking over for the Detroit Lions. And yeah. now you look at yep. kind of back at all the things he said, and he was 100% correct on the eventual trajectory to get them to this point. So was, there are a feel-good story, but, yeah, gosh, the, the fact that they're going to win one before the Vikings, 
it just doesn't feel right. They, I, th- I do think they lose to, to the 49ers. We can talk more yeah, about I that maybe too. on Friday. But mm-hmm. the one yeah. thing, so Dan Campbell, you know, he's the ultimate meathead-looking football coach, right? He's the he's <laughs> he's 260 pounds yep. of muscle. He talks like a meathead, but he's got those guys playing at the highest level. And people go back to that introductory press conference where he's he's talking about the culture that I'm going to build here in Detroit. You know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna crawl forward on our hands and knees, and we're gonna take one bite out of your kneecap, and then take another. But he talked about biting <laughs> kneecaps, and it, it turned into a meme on the internet. Like, what's this? This guy's talking about biting kneecaps. Well, uh, they've taken out two ACLs from opposing tight ends in the last month and a half, so, <laughs> including T.J. Hawkins and the Vikings tight end. So it's their it's their thing. I'll be honest with you, I don't know that I'd like to tangle with Mr. Campbell. He's no. got that look in his face like, I will slit your throat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? On the flip side, though, if you had to choose, yeah. like, okay, there's 32 NFL coaches, and my life is on the line. It's a street fight. I need to pick two NFL coaches. Like, he's one of them for sure. Oh, absolutely. That you want on your side. Board, wow. Honestly. <laughs> that boy's, yeah. That's a big fella, man. Woo. He apparently, I'm not a huge, I don't, I'm not a big coffee guy. I'm more of a, more of a tea guy, I guess. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, I, so he goes to Starbucks every day before showing up Uh-oh. to practice to work, first thing in the morning. And he gets two of the, I believe it's the venti size, two of the largest coffees with, like, right. espresso shots. Oh. And he said he chugs two of those before he cracks open the game plan for the day. <laughs> this guy. Just, <laughs> then he goes out and snorts the 20-yard line in the practice field. <laughs> probably Drew. Let's go! I, that, that probably is. Yeah, let's go. Come on, damn yeah, he's a scary looking guy. He, he went, what what really is but like when he there there are a couple of interceptions in that game and boy the look on his face after his quarterback gets intercepted is just uh, I don't know if I'd go to the right sideline. I'd go to the other sideline and go, "Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm over here. I am sorry. I went to the wrong side." That's where you fake an injury, get the cart yeah. to drive you back yes. into the tunnel yeah. and sneak your way back around the backside. <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to be it. So do you have, the three of you, uh, do you have a choice for the winner of the Super Bowl this year? Oh, I think the Ravens will pretty Ravens? easily walk away with it. Yeah. You think so? Okay. Yeah, AJ? A- AJ? I th- yeah, I think the AFC championship game is probably the Super Bowl. I'd, Brock Purdy, and like you, he just wasn't the greatest quarterback the other night, so... They won despite of him, or in spite of him almost, but uh, I, I think whoever comes out of that Chiefs-Ravens matchup is uh, the eventual champ. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I'm I'm with these guys. I think the Ravens the Ravens win the Super Bowl. It'll be their third Super Bowl. Third but, Super Bowl. How many Vikings got? Oh, that's right, none. I forgot. Yeah, you know. It's so bad. Back in the Baltimore Colts days. Yeah, well, we <laughs> did, as Phil said, we did beat the Packers in October, so there is that. Yeah. Yeah, we love to hang banners for... <laughs> October. I, I hear the same thing too. I've heard, you know, and this is probably just me spending too much time on social media, but like, hey, the Vikings beat the 49ers and the Packers in October and November. I'm like, you know, we should start hanging those banners inside US Bank Stadium. Beat. We missed the playoffs, but dot, 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 we beat the Packers on October 29th and just drop that banner from the top of US Bank Stadium. Beat Indeed. eventual Super Bowl champ in week four. Yes. 2020. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. That's it. That's everything. Hang it. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. I've met most of the head coaches. I have not met the the, the new guy they got in the Vikings, all the rest of it. But one thing I got to say about Bud Grant, and, and again, God bless him, rest his soul, and all the rest of it. Uh, so, 
I don't mean this to sound real negative, but there was something about Bud that that just struck me as like, that's pretty amazing. Because I've had Bud Grant in studio 20 times probably over the, all those years. Uh, ran into him uh, once in a while on the street and all the rest of it. So I probably met him 30 times, something like that. Every time, he had no idea who I was. Uh, what? <laughs> That's true. He, is he, the... he never remembered who I was, which is no big deal, but it's kind of hard to do to forget. Somebody you met 30 times, you'd think you'd know who they are. Okay, let me ask you this. All right. Yes. And I hate to even ask this, but you brought it up, so I'm going to blame you for bringing this up. Okay? okay, it's my fault. After, like, the 20th or 25th time, and, he, and he's, like, introducing himself to you as if it's the first time you guys have met. Right. Did a thought cross your mind? That's why the Vikings couldn't win a Super Bowl. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. You know, so the, the, the retention, just let, forget what that, the, the first two losses, let's change our game plan for that third Super Bowl. Maybe he, oh, he was on to the next. What I did do him one time, though, toward the end of it, uh, I grew up uh, St. Joseph's in North Minneapolis. I went to school with a kid named Terry Burnham. He's been a lifelong friend of mine. I've known Terry literally since we were both. I think I was five and he was six, something like that, or we were both five. So it literally, I started, uh, when I go say I had a buddy, I get, hey, how you doing, bud? Terry Burnham. I was, so I just used Terry's name. Why, like, why not? He's <laughs> not going to remember do. anyway. You just use a different name every single time. <laughs> TB, Tom Bernard, <laughs> Terry Burnham. Next I'll be Tom Brady. That's there you go. If he ever comes back, it'll be Tom yeah. Brady. <laughs> All oh, right, pal, is that everything? Uh, it's everything until Friday, and then we can uh, we can see. By the way, on, I think so. Joe Maurer might get into the Hall of Fame first ballot tomorrow. I would hope so. That news comes out tomorrow, so we can talk about that later in the week. That's pretty much a lock, isn't it, or is it not? It looks like it's a lock, yeah. So yeah they, I would think so. I think like some like 70 or 80% of the ballots have been made public so far, and he's well above the line. Yeah, so I, don't, yeah. I think mathematically he's probably in. I'm glad so to hear know. that, though. I've ne- I, I met him one time, uh, and he's very quiet. He, at least he was when I met him. He's a Super very quiet. quiet guy. He's the He is the epitome of just, like, kind of a meek, Minnesota nice personality. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Now, he's got a couple of brothers who are not so meek. That would a little more, yeah, a little more boisterous. Yep. <laughs> a little more boisterous. <laughs> and but. other relatives who are more boisterous. Yep. <laughs> That's true. Very, very true. All right, sir, we'll talk to you on Friday. All right, go Lions. The roar has been restored. There, oh, it has. There's no, no doubt. That's a pretty damn good football team, I will tell you. Yep. I, I was very impressed with that. Football! Dan Campbell! Let's go! Dan Campbell. I love it when he's pissed off, though, because he's like... He's got that red nose. He's got kind of the, kind of the drinker's nose. I don't know if he drinks, but it, my father was a longtime alcoholic, and I know what that drinker's nose looks like. So. Hey, let's spin around the table. Whose father wasn't an alcoholic when they were a little kid? <laughs> all right, we'll move on. Never mind. Uh, alcoholism, football. Let's go. <laughs> it's all the same thing. What's right, the difference? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Thanks, Pally. Score Norris Phil Mackey's brought to you by North American Banking Company. Go nabanko.com. That's nabanko.com to learn more. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. We shall take a break. Be right back. Chris Eggert will join us right after this. How do you know when it's time to make the move for higher profits? So many factors influence the decision to relocate. If you're looking for fewer taxes, less business regulation, higher profits, 2024 is the time, and Sioux Falls is the place. Now, this is a coincidence. 
because Catherine and I this summer are going to go to Sioux Falls and literally Sioux Falls, not just South Dakota, because we're thinking about buying a cabin in Sioux Falls. You know, it's about a three and a half hour drive, something like that. Go down to Sioux Falls. About, you know, I love the area in any case, but that's why this was such a, I, I, I don't know, it was pretty interesting. Sioux Falls has available buildings, build-ready sites to get your company up and running fast. Best of all, any size company can make more money in Sioux Falls area. We've got the details at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Minnesota companies just like yours have considered the future and expanded or relocated to Sioux Falls. Those companies are already enjoying our short commutes, safe streets, quality of life excellence. They got it all. Join them and discover our productive people, affordable land, reduced red tape, fewer taxes, and higher profits. And by the way, there are tons of lakes down there that people don't know about. That's why we want, Kath and I want to buy a cabin in Sioux Falls. Beautiful lakes down there. I mean, obviously, Minnesota has magnificent lakes. But think it over. 2024 is the time to make your move to Sioux Falls. Visit SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC has a mutiny on his hands. His sales crew said they've had it brooming snow off the new Buicks and GMCs, then warm them up, move them to plow, and repark them again. He even overheard them cooking up an alternative plan, a sale. This is crazy. Why don't we just mark them down and sell them? This is getting real old to be out on that lot in this sub-zero weather. That's right. Everyone we sell is one less to broom. I heard we're supposed to get six more inches tomorrow. I'm 5'6". How am I supposed to get the snow off the roof of a pickup? I'm Jim Paul, and, well, car dealers do have all kinds of crazy sales. This idea probably makes more sense than most. There's plenty of inventory, so, okay, the crew has decided. Yeah! yeah so then it's official. The We Don't Want to Broom Snow sale is in full force at Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley and Hastings. Snowy inventory priced real right at valleycardealers.com. What do you think of that, ladies and gentlemen? Mike Lindell and my pillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance and new product sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code TOM and you get free shipping on your entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0. Also get 50% off the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived because they won't last long. Six-pack towel sets for only $29.98. And take advantage of the free shipping on larger items such as mattresses and mattress toppers, 100% made in the USA, on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have made the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more. To get the best specials ever, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-516-5146. You can use promo code TOM and you get free shipping on your entire order, so that's a good thing. So, call 800-516-5146 or go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TOM. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. You horn tootin', ladies and gentlemen. Channel 5's Chris Eggert brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. What's happening, homie? Hi, Tom. How are you? Hey, Tom. How are you? What's going on there, boys? 
I got to bring something up to you, and I don't want anybody to be pissed off at me, especially the Cohen brothers. I don't, I've never met them. They're going to be on the, they were going to be on the uh, KQ morning show one time, but then they canceled at the last minute because apparently somebody told them I was a prick or something. I don't know. I don't know where they got that. Uh, Whatever. I got over it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I loved season four of Fargo, but I do have a problem, and it's my problem, I understand. There's no question. I don't know if I can listen to that accent for eight episodes. No, no. They lay it on thick, too. It's a yep. lot of oops yep. and don't you knows. And, yeah, we're going to have this hot <laughs> dish here today. And then, the, oh, did you see the, the old guy over there got killed in the other day at the market? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about, Devin. I don't know that I can listen to that for eight episodes. You know what bothers me more than that? Are you guys watching the current season, by the way? I don't remember what season we're on. Yep. I'm not. Yeah, okay. Season five. Season five, okay. What's yep. four? I don't even remember now that I'm thinking about it. Is that Kansas the um, Chris, Chris Rock? Oh, yeah, yeah, Chris Rock season. Great, great okay. series. Great I'm, series. I'm a big fan of this show. What bothers me is that they don't shoot it here. And so when right. they're in the current season, and I'm not going to spoil it um, because I don't think the last episode's dropped yet, but um, if it hasn't, it's going to be any day now. But it's uh, the sheriff who's one of the main characters in this season is from north dakota and the landscape where they go like where they go visit him in north dakota it's like in the middle of like the mountains which is so (laughs) dumb so so they filmed it in fargo it bugs the crap out of me it because he's like supposedly out by bismarck which is a lovely part of the state Mm -hmm. but the area that they show where they i think they filmed them up in um i thought they filmed up in canada somewhere but it does not look at all like North Dakota. No. That bugs the nope. crap out of me. On top of the accent, like the accent thing is one thing, and oh. I get it. I just wish they'd shoot them here. I would agree with that. But I, I, Devin, AJ, have you seen it yet? No, no. I uh, I hear it's a good show. I just haven't. Uh, I'm not. A, I'm not as it big is. of a TV show as maybe other people are. It's it's very well written, but I just don't know if I could make it through as. You know, Tevin pointed out, yeah, we're not down there yesterday. In the dark. I can't even do the accent. That's how far away from it I am. Yeah, and they also, the words that they have, the people say, kind of make it sound dumb a little bit. And so it's yes. like the accent is fine, but then also like the script writing at times makes them sound unintelligent. Like they'll be mm-hmm. like, what do you mean they robbed a bank? People know how to rob banks. And it's like, okay. <laughs> I... I I uh, what were you gonna say, Tom? Go ahead. I just said I'm gonna try. We got through the first episode. There's nothing wrong with the acting, the writing. I agree with you. They should have shot it in Minnesota, but I just don't know if I can take that accent for 10, 11 episodes. I, I no one in my neighborhood talked like that. And I, I, I said this before. I left my neighborhood and went out to the greater metropolitan area. And that's the first time I heard people talking like this. And Then I moved up to Fargo, North. Oh, first of all, I moved to Grand Forks, North Dakota. I could not understand what they were saying. It's that big up there. Yeah, the guy the other day shuffled it off with the thing. and I'm like, what the hell are you saying? <laughs> so I, see, I, to this day, I cannot understand that northern Minnesota accent. I don't get it. Well, this new season is the gal from... Um... The soccer movie or the soccer series that was on Apple that was so wildly popular with Jason Sudeikis. Ted Lasso. Yep. Oh, Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah. Ted Lasso. Yeah. So the star of this season of Fargo is that British gal who was the like model who a couple of the different players dated. Right. You know mm-hmm. who I'm talking about? Oh, Juno yep. Temple. 
the <clears throat> the little gal who dated the pretty boy and the tough guy. Yeah, yeah, Keely Keely Jones, but her I think her real name is Juno Temple. Yeah, so yeah. she's the star, and she's got the right. thickest, phoniest North uh, North uh, North Dakota Minnesota accent. It's so tough to get through. I don't know. I kind of go along with it because it eventually you yes. sort of it stops bothering you so much. But yeah. Yeah. so you got a British gal trying to do a. Minnesota and North Dakota accent, which is really weird. Yeah, you know. I like why did they the oh is that a Scandinavian deal? They go oh do they make that noise in Scandinavia or something? I, I'm not sure. Or is it a German thing or what is Yeah, the... I'm not sure where it comes from, yeah. but it's I feel like they either read or watched like the old uh what was it the like the Lena and Oli Oh yeah <laughs> whatever yeah. skits and that's yeah. what they based this whole accent off of. I, I dig it. It's all, they're always good storylines and mm. I don't, it, this isn't the Coen brothers who do the series, but whoever the guy is, it does. It is. I think he does a good job with it. It's creative. It's, it's always kind of fun, but. My favorite line with that accent was guys on a ship gets seasick, vomits over the side. And his buddy goes, Hey Leo, I didn't know you had such a weak stomach. He goes, what do you mean a weak stomach? All the vomit made it to the ocean. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay that's good. There's a joke for you. <laughs> Hi-ho! Hi-ho, ladies and gentlemen. Hi-ho, indeed. So I'm going to watch it. Don't get me wrong. I've, I've, I've watched every episode through four and now the first episode of season five. But I am going to have to adjust to that. I hate that accent. I just hate it. Because it's just a, oh, you goofball with the thing over there. Like, what? There's a couple about? of really good characters this year that will yeah, bring you yep. into it and you'll yep. you'll look past that but yeah we'll get there like i said the writing is really good season four was just spectacular but then i found out about half the people didn't like season four and they love season five hmm. so i guess it's all hmm. well you can't so. please everybody you know that. i mean you know yep. that more than anybody tommy yes because i've let many people down is that what you're saying I'm saying that uh, <laughs> haters hate, and you can't please a hater, right? So exactly. you, that's why you do your thing. No question about it. I sent, you know, that's why I work here instead of across the street, where I just didn't understand anything that was going on. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, once you have another yeah. drink. Anyway, moving forward. I don't have. Uh, there's. It's a pretty quiet day in the news. I think our. Well, the that's biggest, good. The biggest. We had a story from this weekend that continues. It's sort of an offshoot of last week when um, the Tavern on Grand announced that they're closing. Aww. There's a, a bunch of discussion and debate that kind of went on over the weekend about what Grand Avenue can do to try to entice more businesses there. And because it, it just seems that there's been a pretty high turnover there lately. We're hearing from a lot of the, um, the people who had businesses there that the rent's just too high. Yeah. So... It, but it's a catch-22, right? Because if the rent's so high that everybody leaves, nobody's going to be renting the space. So something's going to have to give there at some point. But that, well, that was one of the stories we had this weekend. That really, really makes me sad because Andy and Alex went to St. Thomas and St. Catherine. So we'd go over there all the time to Tavern. Yep. Tavern on Grand and all a lot of great restaurants. You know, obviously the great barbecue places and ice cream shops and all that. I love that area. That Grand Avenue in St. Paul, I love that area. Had a tough time since yeah. George Floyd stuff and COVID and, you know, yep. a lot of 
a lot of businesses have. It's it's definitely a, a different environment out there. But. All right. Well, try not to uh, fall asleep at the wheel today, will you? Okay, then, you guys. Have a good day, then, you know. Yeah, okay, do 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 later, right, Go eat some care. hot dish later. Take it easy <laughs> there, right, pal. Then. Okay, would they well, say toodaloo? Would they say that? <laughs> yes. Okay, well, toodaloo then. Okay, toodaloo. <laughs> Jesus, what a bunch of children. <laughs> Channel 5's Chris Hagan is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation. 952-925-5608. We'll take a break. Be right back. Now we go from, hey, how you doing there? Everything is going okay? To an Italian guy who talks like this. So... <laughs> It should be quite the segue. We'll be right back. Sandy with us next. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life. Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 952-ZERO-RES, backward or forward, it spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero Res Carpet Care. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take Personal Care Dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. You know the song Kokomo? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now that's the reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful. This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield. He's a super real estate agent when it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys. He lives there and here, and Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy. 
For your second home in Florida, Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from Coast to Coast Mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota, and Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys' new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That's onekeywest.com. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. Featuring Bob Sansevier Sports. Brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. He's got his Superman, his BS shirt on today, ladies and gentlemen. His BS hat he's got on today. Why don't you be a little more self-involved there? Oh, no, self-promotion. That's what it's all about. Self-promotion is what it's all about. So, Sanny. Yes. Uh, we were just talking about certain things like, you know, football teams and all the rest of it. And it's uh, I, I, I made a pledge that if, because the Packers have won a few Super Bowls. or How many Super Bowls Packers won? Four. Four of them now? Uh, then you got the, uh, the Bears have won just one, I think, haven't they? Yep. Then they've gone to another one. And they've gone to another one. If the Lions win a Super Bowl, I'm never watching the Vikings again as long as I <laughs> The you only know, I, team in the North that hasn't won a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. See, I could do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. we could. If you want to do that, we could do that all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, the guy came down yesterday and told me. I was like, what are you saying? And the Vikings, they stink. <laughs> <laughs> they got nothing going right now. No. No. Um, you know, I put this on social media over the weekend that the Vikings have, at best, the third-best team in the NFC North and, at yes. best, the third-best coach in the NFC North. And yesterday I added to it after Jared Goff won, and, at best, the third-best quarterback in the NFC North, even with Cousins. Because Jared Goff has won games, mm-hmm. playoff games, gone to a Super Bowl, going to a championship game. What is this guy? He he did – he was in one game with Washington his one early years – where he had just like one incompletion, but he was a starter in four games. He's one in three in the playoffs. And right, for, I'm right. Kirk Cousins because these people, the Cousins sycophants, go, no, look at his numbers. Hey, look at Mike McCarthy's numbers in the regular season. Look what Denny Green's numbers were. Look what Dak Prescott's numbers were. It doesn't matter what you did in the regular season. Nope. It matters in the postseason, which is why we see what Patrick Mahomes was able to do. And by the way, those poor bastards in. In uh, Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, the most dreaded words got to be wide right. Uh, oh, my God. Scott Norwide. Now he's got Tyler Basswide. Yeah. Well, ESPN's, ESPN's headline after the game was uh, Tyler Bass foots the blame for. Oh. Foots the blame. Oh, oh, oh that's, that's a good one. But you know, one. okay. Right. It should never have come to that except for the mo- one of the most, if not the most stupid rule. In the NF in the NFL, that you fumble it in the end zone and it goes it goes out. It's a touchback. It happened to the Vikings with mm-hmm. remember Justin Jefferson. I think it was the Eagles. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And also, yes. Yes. Andy Reid would have been the goat, not the greatest of all time. It would have been on him if they lost. You give the freaking ball to Nicole Hardman when you got Isaiah Pacheco who just is busting through the line, and even Clark Edwards Hilaire was doing a number. 
Bob, yeah. Bob I thought you would be on, I thought you'd be all in on the touchback fumble into the end zone rule. You seem no, like that. Why would I be? <laughs> well, it, it's it's the one rule that benefits the defense. Everything over the past like decade, I feel like has has made that it off uh, easier for the offense. You can't touch the quarterback too hard anymore. It, it, you can't do all this. Other, you can't uh, intercept a, a guy off the line. This is the one rule that actually benefits the defense. Like there's got to be a risk involved of like reaching for the end zone. You know. You know, no, I don't agree with that at all. And you know what? If you wanted, <laughs> you know what benefits the defense? Stop the freaking guy from getting yeah. in, which they actually had done on that play, but it should not be going. It shouldn't be a turnover at the one yard line because you fumbled it into the end zone or well, yeah. through the end the zone. The end zone's different than like out of bounds. You yeah, know, it's I, a, if it's a different part of the field, it's a special part of the field. I could see if you call it a touchback and now you go back to the 20-yard line and whatever down it was, that's what you do or something along those lines. But, yeah, to just give the ball to the defense, like, you don't no, know, if, you know what, what would have happened. If a defensive player fell on the ball in the end zone, that yeah. would be different. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And also, what is end zone? Yes, you score points. It's not hallowed ground. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it absolutely like it's is hallowed special. ground. Like that, it's not hallowed ground. It, it has specific rules because it's a special part of the field. Like That's the only port, part of the field where you can score points. So there should be special I'll rules involved what. in it. You want to talk hallowed ground? The, if, according to the networks, the only hallowed ground is wherever, wherever uh, uh, Taylor Swift is sitting. I, yes. <laughs> last night, at one point, Travis Kelsey had three catches. Taylor Swift was shown on camera three times, once after <laughs> each catch. Oh, and think about the championship game when he got Jason Kelsey bare-chested oh, that was up the in best. the booth. That, that was the only thing that made it a little bit better when they would cut is that you see Jason Kelsey with a beer in one hand and, like, his nephew in the other hand, bare-chested, just celebrating every he, touchdown. He is going to be, as because I know he's going at the TV, he'll be this generation's John Madden. Really? Because he is going to be phenomenal. I mean, he and his brother do the podcast. He's a funny guy. Clearly, he doesn't care what people think of him to take this shirt off. I guess not. That's one thing i got to be honest with you about. That's yeah. the one part of being on the radio that I do miss. Not everybody's got a radio show. Everyone in America has a podcast. But this like, is at least decent. Is it good? Yeah. Right. And they, I, I saw a clip. I didn't see the whole thing, but... Uh, they're both, especially Jason Kelsey going after his old man for changing the pronunciation from Kels to Kelsey. Why did he? Because he said everyone was calling him Kelsey anyway. I mean, if I did that, I'd change my name to Sansevar because that's what <laughs> Sid called me all the time. Sansevar. <clears throat> Bernard, where is it Sansevar? I remember he did that all the time. Yeah. Sydney. So, but right, I Bob. did enjoy the weekend's games and I, the Packers. And the, the Lions. My God, how, the Vikings, how do they catch up to these two teams? I don't know. They draft a quarterback, know. right? Well, and you might as well throw the Bears in there as well because the Bears are, I feel like their trajectory is, yeah, is their projected you know future is much better than the Vikings, where if we bring Kirk Cousins back, who never wins anything anyway, we're probably screwed there. If we don't bring him back, you've got guys like Carson Wentz, Jacoby Brissett. Like, who are we going to bring in? There's no answers to bring in that's going to save us. We're just not uh, – we're in a tough spot. I like Wentzy. Give him another shot. Yeah? The North Dakota look at Baker boy. Mayfield. you got to find the right situation. Mayfield, mm. he's going to be re-signed, and he actually – he had a hell of a year for them, and that was a good postseason game. Yeah, I mean, there's an interception that he had at the end, but so did Jordan Love. It happens. Brett Favre would throw him. <laughs> As it's we all, all true. Know. 
All right, now we got to get the important part of Bob's report. It's not yeah. the sports. It's what have you been watching, Bob? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, what have you been actually, power watching? I power watched. Actually, thank you for that. Uh, Louder Milk, which I never knew anything about. It's a good show. I love that show. It's a good show. Half an hour each episode, less than that, the 20 yeah. something minutes. Yeah, I thought that was minutes. terrific. I power watched that between Friday and Saturday. And I started watching too late because it was after. And by the way, it pisses me off when in the post game and even at the end of the game, they're promoting Fire Country. It was like an episode from last year. Don't do that crap. Yeah. Don't I tell agree. it. Don't make us think it's a new episode mm-hmm. from season two. But anyway, I, I switched off of that and started watching. Uh, Brother's Son, which I'm a couple of episodes in. It's not, have any of you seen it? Uh, no, no, it's on Netflix though, right? Yes. It's about one brother is like the head of a triad and his other brother's a goofball who never knew that the family was triad. And the mother is that, uh, what is her name? The woman, she's like in every Asian fight film. She's terrific in it. Look it up. AJ, can you help me out here? Brother's Son, who's the mom? But I watched two episodes and I like it because it's, it's a little out there, but it's fun and funny and a lot of gore, a lot of, you know, ass kicking. Yeah. Well, you watched uh, Reacher, right? Bob, what did you think about the oh, yeah, final? Reacher. I watched the last episode. What did you Reacher. think about the last episode? Michelle Yeoh is who you were looking for, by the way. That's Oh, yeah. She's great. But I actually I didn't have a problem with it. I actually prefer I'm old school. I like when there's a tidy bow put on the end of a season mm-hmm. when you're not mm-hmm. cliffhanging to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Officer Dave didn't like the fact that they had Reacher hanging off of a helicopter and climbing in as it's, you know, <laughs> whatever, 15, 20,000 feet in the air. Oh, I guess Officer Dave doesn't watch any, anything, any Mission Impossibles. Right. <laughs> he must hate all of those. All the Bond movies. That doesn't bother me in the least. No, I, I like that. And actually, several shows cleared up or cleaned up in the last week. Yeah, that Monarch, yeah. Yep. The, the monster one uh, mm-hmm. cleaned up, and so did the latest Fargo. Which uh, again, I I liked the Fargo one. That Juno Temple, she's terrific because she looked, she was stunning, in uh, Ted Lasso. And mm-hmm. here, my God, you couldn't look homelier than she did. A woman well, can act. Kind of negative. I've only seen the first episode, Bob. But I'm, how did you? Although you're not from here, so it's easier for you to do. I have a very difficult time, and Tevin as well, with that accent. I I just. It, that accent just grinds on me. Well, Tom, if you recall, you and I went to see the Fargo movie together. Yes, we and did. And we had the same reaction. Nobody that we know talks like this. Right. They don't talk like that. I mean, kind of do this deal a little bit. It's kind of like, but it is not like this where everybody's no. talking. Like, it's not that bad. Okay. Have you had any people from Scandia call in? Because that's where they're supposed to yeah, be based right. and live. <laughs> right. Come on. They're not, yeah. They don't talk like that. Scandium. No, they do not. But Where do they? Is there a part of the state where you'll find that? Way up north. They do talk like that up north. It's like a right. hybrid of, of Can- Canadian speak. New York Mills, you know. Where did, the, where did you know come from? You know, uh, you see where I'm coming from? Like Italians are good at that. You hear me? You feel me? Yeah. Italians do that good job. About. That's all right. Know. That's right. Hey, do and this it's, deal for me. Well, it's let me not, just that's the right. That's, yeah. that's a right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one more show I want to run by you because I know we only got about uh, one minute left. Succession is phenomenal. Have you See, watched I, it? It's how many, ep- how many seasons? Four, I believe. See, I got my, okay, I broke my own rule with suits, but I can't do another one after having to sit through that. You know, I'd love the show, but. Succession. People say it's wonderful. Maybe at some point I will. You know what? 
when's the next cold snap? Because we're coming into some nice weather. Yes, that's If true. we get it in February, maybe I'll start watching Succession. It's got a great cast, right? Oh, it has a phenomenal cast. There's no every everybody's really, really good in it. There's no question about it. It just, but I did. We'll close your your segment with this, Bob. Yes, sir. Will Ferrell is one of the executive producers of Succession. Did you know that? Is he in it? He's not in it. Okay. He funded it, or at least he was one of the funders of the show. So I thought, Will Ferrell, God, that's interesting. He's an executive producer. You know that he's worth $160 million? He's Jeez. got his finger in a lot of movies. And I, he does. I watched, I kept dozing off because it really, there's Barbie fans, no interest in watching the whole thing. It was just right. a little too out there for me. But honest to God, Bob, $160 million. He was mediocre at best on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, but he had a run of some movies that people just loved. Yeah, the movies. Mm-hmm. The movies. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. All right, Sandy, we'll talk to you again end of the week. I live for those moments, Tom. I see hey, it then, you know. Okay, you know. Yeah, Bob Sansevieri. What if I can mix the Jersey Italian accent with you know? We're going to find hey, out. Hey, let me tell you something. I'll see you bastards at the end of the week. You know? <laughs> oh, you'll mix them together, the Italian and the uh, Minnesotan. I like it. Right, we'll Thank you, Sandy. Bob Sansevier Sports brought to you by Brad Sean Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Brad Sean Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bob Sansevier Sports sponsored by Brad Sean Bryant, personal injury lawyers. We'll take a break. Be right back. Dara Tamanovich will join us right after this. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Is that text you're sending so important that you miss your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. That long intro again, baby. That's all I have to say to you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Is Dara ready to go? She is. Yeah. Dara Tamanovich, how are you, Dara? Good morning, a little raspy. 
but I'm good. <laughs> You're a little raspy. Well, yeah, but I was born raspy, so you fit in perfectly here because I got a very Perfect. raspy voice myself. Cool. Now, Dara, I got—I need your help with something. I, I just—you're a native of Toronto, Canada. One of my best friends mm-hmm. in the world, Doug, Doug Dawson, is from Toronto, Canada. But it happened to me again last week, Dara, where I was out of town. I was down south, and I met this person. It was a business deal. And he said, "So, Tom, where are you from?" And I said, uh, "From uh, Minnesota." And he goes, "Oh, you're Canadian." And I said, "No, I'm from Minnesota." He goes, "Well, isn't Minnesota part of Canada?" Why does everyone think that Minnesota's part of Canada, Dara? I'd like to know that. Oh. Mm. <laughs> so, I don't know, but in Canada, where I was educated, we actually have geography and history classes. And sure. it's kind of a little weird sometimes. People don't know. And people also ask me, they're like, where's that name from? And I'm like, oh, my family's from Montenegro. And they're like, what's that? And I go, the former Yugoslavia. And they go, what's that? <laughs> and I'm like... Are your grandparents alive? And they're like, yes. And I said, grandfather, go to World War II? Yeah. I go, well, ask him how it got started. <laughs> yeah. You know? Good call, well, darling. World War II got started. I can't help people in that direction. I can't, that's, like, that's one of those things that um, I'm baffled. I'm constantly baffled about, right. uh, I don't know. I know who I am, and I know where I grew up, and I have a very strong sense of self. So. Um, all I want to do is make people happy with all the knowledge that I've obtained through the modeling and acting industry to kind of deliver to women uh, a message that they, too, can evolve and do whatever they want with their lives. Because I took a hard right into the golf world over COVID, and I never thought if you told me that I was going to do this or be this person. Devin Halsey is my alter ego I created to put on my mailbox in the Hollywood Hills when I was an actor for security. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Devin, because it's a little devilish. O-N, because you don't know if I'm a boy or girl. And like today, I like my Hall's Cherry Candies for voiceovers and to keep my throat, you know, not this raspy. But sure. um, so I, I call them as a little girl Halsey's for my parents. So Devin Halsey was coined and curated back then. So when I thought about doing a line and what to call um, her, because there was nothing for women only, um, Devin Halsey just popped in my head. And it's kind of people love the name. Um, people love the name, and they love the story. I fell in love with a golfer in 2020. He taught me how to golf, and it's been glorious since then. And I kind of feel like back playing ball hockey or ice hockey with my brother and his friends in Toronto, uh, where I grew up. And um, it's also made me that background of uh, being able to play hockey uh, into my teens has made me, you know, was the basis for my golf, being able to hit the ball straight. So, um, yeah, <laughs> uh, you it's mentioned fun. voiceovers already. So I have to read this, this paragraph, uh, in a voiceover style gone are the days of unflattering scorts. Now that these revolutionary shorts slip on like spanks under the game changing knit skirt and stunning peak dresses. What do you think? I like it. Cause I wrote it. <laughs> I like it because I wrote it. Okay. What do you want me to say? I'm serious. I've, I, I have all of that is a collaboration between me and my creative director, Wayne Scott Lucas. But I have two journalism degrees from UCLA. While I was acting in Hollywood, I needed to fill my time. I have a very A-type personality and I have a little OCD, so I like to also be constantly doing something. So I was going to school. Um, getting a couple degrees in journalism, and I like to write copy. It's my thing. I've always wanted to write a book. 
I've always thought about what's the next evolution of the arts, what's the next thing I'm going to do, and COVID afforded me that time to think about what I was going to do while I was playing golf, and I thought, well, why don't I just morph those two planets together and see what I come up with and see if people like it. It's been an incredible response. I've been extremely fortunate. We are at um, we're at La Gorge. We're selling. We're selling here in Florida at um, Indian Creek. We have a trunk show March 17th. Mm-hmm. We are going to be um, at Emerald Dunes on January 31st in Palm Beach. We are at Subonic in the Hamptons. Um, I've become this, like, I don't know, they're calling me a Lux, um, Lux Modern in Palm Beach. We've got the cover of the magazine. They're calling me the first lady of golf. So I'm kind of, I'm going to roll with that because I think it's kind of cute. And I, all I want to do is make ladies happy and be able to feel really good when they're playing, you know, golf or tennis or pickleball or just getting on a plane and going somewhere or make their packing effortlessly so they always look chic. Okay, I have to say one thing before I ask my next question. Um, you and my wife should never meet because if the two of you meet, the earth could separate because you have the same basic... You're very attractive women, and you also things like say things like, yeah, it sounded great because I wrote it. You have confidence like my wife. Let me put it that way. That's a good thing, isn't it? I think um, confidence, well, I, I know who I am. I know yeah, who there I you am. Go. And, yeah. and, you know, uh, and, and plus I'm not like 25 or 35 or 45. So for me, it's kind of like, it's, I, I can't, I'm accountable for everything. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't apologize too often, although I am Canadian. Every other word is sorry. Um, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of, uh, I kind of, uh, I kind of know who I am and, and uh, I just am in this place in my life where I'm extremely um, grateful for that. And I just want to share. I want to make women. It's the time of the woman right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Women want to be seen and heard. Uh, there's so much um, possibility. If, if little old me can make up something that can make women happy and they keep coming back for more. I mean, what's better than that? You know what I mean? I, I, if you told me five years ago I'd be doing this, I'd be like, come on. Like, right. I don't think so. But I am a sum total of my failures, and I have arrived. So to be the disruptor in this game, and I've always been a tomboy and always wanted to break into the boys' club. So this was the way to do it. You know, I wasn't giving up. <laughs> yeah, no, no question. Do you, do you mind if I ask you, how tall are you? 5'9". Yeah, I thought you were a taller woman. Um, it, does that help your golf game? Does it make – I mean, how, how, when did you start playing golf? 2020. Oh, so just four years ago you started playing. So do you, you like it a lot, obviously, right? Well, yeah. My, my uh, partner, my fiancé, has made me a member in numerous clubs of his. And um, I love being with him, and I love playing with him. And he's an awesome teacher. And it's, it was great. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had boyfriends of golf before, and I'm like, great. If he could stay out of the house for nine hours, I'd be very happy. But this <laughs> one I wanted to hang out with. This one I really wanted to hang out with. So, um, Yeah. And he's, you know, a lot of people want to hang out with him. So it's kind of like, you know, I, I, I enjoyed it. He made it, he made it easy. He, he validated me. He empowered me. Uh, he's a remarkable human being. He's a, he's a person that changes people's lives. So I was inspired by him and, and the love for him to, to do something that he could be proud of and that I could be proud of. And it makes me really happy when women are like, I feel good, Dar. I, people, women tell me that they play, their, their game gets better when they wear Devin Halsey, which is, which is oh. exactly what I want to hear, you know? It's, it's kind. It's very kind. So, so how about, once yeah. you make some men's wear, too, because, you know, 
Um, I've, unfortunately, I used to play a lot of golf. I haven't played golf in about six years now because I had a lot of other stuff going on. I just didn't have time to do it. But I got to get back at it. So you got to start making some designs for men as well. Well, we've got a couple of deals on the table to do collaborations, okay. mm-hmm. um, and I am thinking it over. But I, my, my true intention, and that's, that could be in the works, but my true intention was really to kind of take care of the ladies a little bit and become a game changer in all of this, you know, for women. Um, because it is a crossover brand that goes into athletic leisure wear. So, you know, we brought our prices down recently, and we've become a little bit more competitive in the market. And okay. I just really want to highlight that aspect before, I mean, listen, from your mouth to God's ears, I hope that that, you know, works out. But I just really want to focus on women right now. We're going to be dropping a bunch of new things soon and making it, like, super chic and fun. And I think men will appreciate it, too, when they look over and they've seen the woman they've been married to for 20, 30 years that looks like that little girl they fell in love with, you know? That's a great way to put that. Ladies and gentlemen, Dara Tomanovich, her new luxury women's golf line, Devon Halsey, created by Dara. The line can be seen on Instagram and the website, DevonHalsey.com. That's DevonHalsey.com. You got to come back again. And, and, and so do you know your handicap right now? Do you have, do you have a handicap? Yeah. You're, you're not going to tell me what it is? <laughs> no, I'll tell you what it is. It's, well, this is the thing. I've had like uh, a few surgeries over COVID, so I didn't play oh. every single day. But my handicap's about 25. That's what my guy says. It's pretty fair. Yeah, that's not nothing yeah. wrong with that. You shoot in the 90s. That's fine. Yeah, right? I shoot in the 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with yeah. that. Well, Dara, come back again sometime. I love talking to you. Thank you for your time today. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Have a good day. Dara Tomanovich, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and you can pick up uh, Devin Halsey pretty much on the website. It's a great way to start, right? Go to her website, get it done. Uh, I always feel so sorry for people who are losing their voices, but they still want to do the interview. Which mm-hmm. She sounded great anyways. A little rough, you know, a little, not really harshness to her voice, but you could tell she didn't feel that great or whatever. But she, she fought through it. I get the impression that much like Catherine, I probably wouldn't want to fight her either. No, she you know seems I mean? very, like, a sort of strong and independent. I was checking out the uh, the Devin Halsey website kind of while you guys were chatting. and I mean, it's, oh, okay. it's some slick-looking stuff. I mean... I, I don't know how great I would look in a skirt, but I might have to. Right. She said it. Might it, have to see. Right. She said it improves your golf game. I'll I'll take one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, exactly. Yeah. I'll do anything to hit the green in regulation. At this point, are yeah. you kidding? Yeah. Catherine just ducked her head and said, "Yeah, I'm two inches taller than her, so you know." <laughs> is it is it weird to be married to a woman who's five eleven? No, I don't think that's weird. Not weird, but I think that it would take an adjustment to get used to just because most women aren't that tall. So the, anytime you meet a taller woman, you're like, oh, wow, I, this is strange for me <laughs> yeah, not exactly. to be looking down. Well, Tevin, the other problem I got is the fact that I used to be about six, one and a half. Mm-hmm. I am barely six feet tall now. As you get older, you lose some height. And it's really weird because I, I run into people I used to be a lot taller than and now we're the same height. I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah, and real quick, because she mentioned she's like, oh, dated boyfriends or had boyfriends in the past that have yes, yep. liked to golf. One of her former boyfriends, Prince Andrew. What? Yeah. The guy that is the, the rapist? That guy. I guess, oh, yeah, when you put it like that, it doesn't sound as cool. Exactly. Are you talking about the current king of England? <laughs> yeah. According to what the Daily Mail in the UK, 
Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but you know what? When I was dating Queen Elizabeth, I used to have to tell her all the time, you know, she's dating the, <laughs> she, the king not, of not England. Currently, not currently. Not currently. <laughs> not currently. Back in 2014, it looks 2014, like. 2014, okay. But still, like, that's a, good for her. Yeah. But isn't that one of that... Uh, <laughs> Rapist pig with the island. What was his name yeah. again? Jeffrey. Again, when you put it like that, it, it takes away from the excitement. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. You're right. It takes a lot of excitement away. Well, yeah. So but let's anyway. go kill some people. What do you say? Fun uh, facts. Okay. To rape women and kill people. What a great uh, place to visit, huh? Yeah. I thought that was so weird that what's his name in the wheelchair who can't move went to the island. Stephen uh, Hawking. For oh, millions yeah. of years. Yeah, Stephen yeah, Hawking. Yeah. There you go. I love it when he goes, for millions of years. I do love the Keep Talking is a great song. Don't you think? Pink Floyd? Yeah. AJ, you've never heard that song? I, I have. I just can't, in my head, like think about how it sounds right now is all. It's a really, really good song. But uh, I, So my question, now look, I'm not trying to denigrate anyone here. The guy fought a hard fight against life. He could only move his, what, the, the pinky on his left hand, I think. Something like that. That was the one thing his body he could move. Why would you want to go to an island when you can't feel anything anyway? I, 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 saw, I, saw, I don't know if this is accurate. I don't know if this is okay. accurate. So okay. I, want to preface, I want to preface this, that this is a big allegedly here. But, okay. I, but I saw a report that out of the documents that were released regarding the island, that he enjoyed watching shorter people try to solve math equations on a chalkboard that was, quote, a bit too high, and that's what he enjoyed. I wonder if you know that's bullshit. Has, yeah, I wonder he if Christopher made, has he, any history. I, like I said, like I, like I said, <laughs> I saw it more than just like a couple places. So I was like, this, it, it feels like it can't be real. But I saw it a handful of places, so I don't know. I, like I said, that's a big allegedly and probably false. So yeah, you may be don't, right. Don't sue me. We will take a break. Be right back. Kristen Burt will join us right after this. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH-elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services how about a tom bernard deal well here it is get three rooms zero resified starting at 129 bucks and don't forget your air ducts mention me and they'll discount your air vents by 75 bucks too this is for the entire month so call them right now 9520res backward or forward it spells the same or book online zeroresminnesota.com if it's available ask for them to come to your place in the tom bernard named service truck what an honor that was by the way just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero Res Carpet Care. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hey, it's a new year. Why not treat yourself to a new gun from KNL Surplus and Ammo? I personally know Jim, the owner, and I'm not making that up. He's a great guy. 
He's been, first of all, I don't do commercials for people I don't like. So there you go. But Jim, yeah, Jim's a great guy. He's been in the firearms business for over 15 years and knows how to set you up with the perfect firearm for your needs. KNL offers one of the widest selection of firearms in the region, including Beretta shotguns, Antica rifles. Uh, high school trap teams are starting to form now, and KNL has a great selection of SKB shotguns. KNL has Tika and SKB both in right and left hand models. KNL also has a broad range of ammunition, including both American and European calibers. If you have a collection of guns that you'd like to sell, call Jim at KNL so he can help you get the best price through his network. KNL Surplus and Ammo is on Lake Drive in Lana Lakes and open Tuesday through Saturday. You can also visit them online, www.klgunstore.com. The Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bielke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. If you'd like to find out more about growing your business with the Tom Bernard Show, go to TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. The big intro, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, before I do the intro, I would like to... Uh, point a couple of postings out um, from Kristen Andrew is King Charles younger brother second post yes Kristen's third post Jeffrey Epstein the fourth post <laughs> and, was Epstein, funny. and Ep Epstein was jailed in 2008 so dating him after that is gross can you so I thought who did I say whatever one I thought that was the Meghan Markle's husband guy <laughs> okay no. No so difference. this is King Charles is yep. the father of Prince William and Prince Harry. Okay. Harry's Prince Harry's the Marvel. one who lives in the United States with Meghan Markle, obviously in the royal family feud. Prince Andrew is Charles's younger brother, the one who oh, is okay. allegedly well, we know he was involved with Jeffrey Epstein, but allegedly accused of sexual yeah. abuse, but he did settle a civil case for about 16 million dollars. And that's the one Dara dated, not Meghan Markle's husband. That's what I don't know who you guys you guys look that okay, up. So right, <laughs> I I have no, my I royals confused. So but anyway, yeah, yeah. You did. that's why I was like. But I, I just want to point out Jeffrey Epstein was a convicted pedophile as of two thousand eight. So yes. Anything after that, you had the knowledge mm -hmm. that he was involved. Right. With. Yeah. Yeah. As a I never, never met the guy, thank God. I'm very happy I never met him. Yeah, I mean, anyone who even just attended a party at his New York City townhouse, because he used mm -hmm. to throw these pretty lavish parties, it's hard to even just have your name on that list because a lot of those parties happened after the 2008 conviction, and yeah. yep. you know, people have a hard time explaining it. Ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Burt Entertainment News is brought to you by North American Banking Company. Go to nabanco.com to learn more. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, Kristen Burt with us. So uh, I'll just burn up the first couple of minutes by asking the same question that's been asked many, everybody on the show this morning. I watched the first episode of season five of Fargo. I don't know if I could make it through with that accent. I, I just don't know if I can make it. Yeah, you know, the guy downstairs with the thing, you know. Just put I... on the captions. <laughs> Maybe that's what I should do. Put on the captions so I know what the hell they're talking. Because, again, Kristen, I grew up in Minnesota, born in Minnesota, grew up in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. But nobody in my neighborhood ever talked like that. 
Uh, you know, it's. I think it's very similar to a New England accent. It's tough yeah. when it is your yeah. region of the country and you think that's not how it goes. Because uh, I, I fall into that all the time when movies take place in New England. And I sometimes prefer that an actor choose not to have an accent right. versus trying to do one if they can't do one. Because I don't have an accent and I've never had an accent. So it is possible to live in Massachusetts and actually have the letter R in your alphabet. Yes. And I would think that it's going to be the same thing with Fargo. It is possible to live in Minnesota without having that like elongated O Minnesota, you know, like that kind of thing. So. No question about that. I, I just, well, I, I do like every time I ask you, what well, did you see that new movie? And you go, oh, it was Wicked Good. I Wicked love awesome. That one. Wicked, Wicked awesome. Wicked, yeah. Wicked, Wicked does make me happy. I will say that. Wicked, but, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, but I will also say that I, I, I'm not going, oh, you should go watch Fago. Fago, yeah, that's right. Fago. You should watch Fago. Fago. Or Ia. Go back and watch Ia. Ia. <laughs> I love yeah. that though. I love that about Boston. One of my favorite places in America. Just love that place. My parents still have the accent. They grew up in Lowell and it totally exists. But the New Hampshire accent where the guy goes, What about your father's strawberries? I love That's that accent. That's Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, right, right. That's there a Kennedy go. accent you just did. Yeah, it is, absolutely. What about it also sounds strawberries? like a Pepperidge Farm accent. Pepperidge Farm, remember? <laughs> That's exactly what <laughs> it is. Pepperidge Farm guy somehow became a Kennedy. I don't know. But if people That's don't fair. understand what a Kennedy accent is, just go back to the old school Pepperidge Farm commercial. <laughs> oh, that's exactly where it came from. What about your father's strawberries was a Pepperidge Farm commercial. Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. So we move forward. Um, we'll open and close very quickly. We've been talking about the accent in um, Fargo in season five. I love the first four seasons. I watched the first episode of season five with Catherine last night. I don't know if I can make it through that accent. Oh, no. John Hamm is Ugh. so good in it. Who's so good in it? John Hamm. Oh, John. I mean, I'm, he wasn't in the first episode. That's true. Yeah. You got to get to John Hamm. You got to get to John. I've always liked him and everything he's ever been in. So I, I, we'll, we'll stay with it. But I just, once again, for the fifth time today, I will say no one talked like that in my neighborhood. Nobody. Yeah. And it can take you out of, that's the problem. It can take you out of a movie. I always talk about The Departed. The Departed. And Departed. like, they, uh, and it's something to do with the writing, but they said, um, do you want to come over for dinner? And in Massachusetts, you don't say dinner. You say supper. Supper. Yeah. Yep. Sunday supper is like Sunday supper is an actual thing. And <laughs> when they, when they said that, I was like, nope, nope. This wasn't written by someone from New England. Well, there you go. See? And it bugged me for so long that I like lost probably twenty minutes on the film. <laughs> is there is there a film that's like? You think it like really captures like the Boston like the two that I think of are the town, the town yep. or the the, town. the fighter mm -hmm. with uh, Mark, Mocky Mark and Christian Bale. Yeah, because that I, happens in Lowell, which you said is your hometown. Absolutely, well, my parents' hometown. Oh, so the me. yeah, I but for the town, the town's a great example of Boston um, and Charlestown, and then the fighter is absolutely a really good representation of blue collar. Lowell, Massachusetts, and the fact that they literally do have boxing gyms everywhere and that the boxing is like a thing in Lowell. Um, and when my mom went to see it, because she was 
both she and my father were born and raised in Lowell. She was like, oh my gosh, that's my childhood's, uh, like my friend's childhood home. And like, oh, I mean, she's God. like, that's the corner store. Like it was a real big throwback um, for her. And I interviewed the writer at the Oscars in 2011, which was the first year I did the red carpet. And he was overwhelmed and I was overwhelmed. And I'm like, do you believe that we are both from like small town Massachusetts and we are here at the red carpet at the Oscars. It's going to make me cry because it was such yeah. a big moment in my career and his obviously because he was nominated um, and to have that little connection. It was just, it was a really wild, wild time. That's a wonderful thing. Like I said, I, looking back in the, and I'll go through this very, very quickly, but looking back at Boston, was very specific about who could live where. You can live on the north side. You can live in Roxbury. You can live... Dorchester. 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 Yeah, yeah the right. north end, Dorchester, Jamaica Plain, like JP we call it, Revia. Um, yeah, it's... It, Love it, that. It, it's very funny because Massachusetts is considered a wildly liberal state, but yes. it is also wildly segregated. And it is. Yes. That's why I said for anyone who really wants to understand sort of like the flavor of Boston, um, especially when it comes to racism, murder in Boston, which is that docuseries they did on HBO about the Chuck Stewart case really gives you an overarching view and goes back in history and comes back to um, that particular murder. And uh, it, it really hammers it out. Well, well, last year, Catherine and I stayed at the Fairmont and went to the North End to get a little dinner. And I will never forget it. Basically, when you walk, they don't say the number specifically, but it's very well understood that you can sit down, but you better be done with your dinner in about 56 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's like, whoa, okay. Yeah, I just, it's a great place. So in any case, I'll get out of your way now, but, but I do love your hometown. It's, yeah, it's a good one. And uh Visiting in the fall is magical. So if anyone hasn't done the fall foliage trek sure. up the coast, it is worth it. And once again, you're walking down the street and go, what do you mean? That's Paul Revere's grave? <laughs> it's like, what? Everything's from the 1600s. Like, it is, you know, yeah. I, I grew up in Andover was a, one of the areas for the Salem witch trials sure. or where a lot of the witches lived. And a lot of the homes are very, very old. Uh, and I come out here to California and they're like, oh, that was built in 1990. We're going to knock it down and build something new. So we don't have this like great, beautiful, historic architecture. California mm -hmm. is terrible about preserving buildings. Yes. And I'm like, we're living in homes in the 1600s in, in New England. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah, Minnesota's the same way. Beautiful downtown Minneapolis. They tore down every one of those old, beautiful buildings. Is there any one left? Is there one left anywhere? Kind of the courthouse, I guess, is kind of that in yeah. that vein. I think like the Lumber Exchange building. Yeah, I Lumber feel like Exchange. That's pretty, is pretty, pretty old, but yeah, yeah, that's not a lot true. of them are left. Okay, so we got through, uh, through, uh, like, Fargo, Fago, but uh, I, I have to get used to. I I know it's a Minnesota accent, but it, I I never heard anybody talking like that even as a kid. Uh, it's tough for me to get through that accent because I just is it really that bad some places, you guys? Every once in a while, I feel like it'll just be like one individual person. I've never like oh, went okay. into a town and been like, "What is going on here? <laughs> what are they saying?" It, it's always that random person on like mm -hmm. something happens in a neighborhood, and then the news crew comes to town. And they interview that one person with a really thick right. accent. And you're like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> and then it becomes a meme and it goes viral. <laughs> right. And 20 years later, we're still talking about it. But other than yeah. that, I think accents <laughs> are. 
probably pretty watered down in most areas now. Yeah, I would think that's probably true. So what do you got for us to watch? We've been talking a lot about Fargo and this and that and the other thing. Anything else we should be tuning in? Kind of a fun thing. Netflix is doing something, and I think this will be a continuing series, but it's called 50 Years of Cinema. It's now through um, April and every movie that is celebrating its 50th anniversary um, that they have licensed to a lot of Warner Brothers and Paramount movies are going to be shown so you'll find it on like one of your rows if you look for 50 years of cinema mm-hmm. um, so you're going to be able to see movies like Great Gatsby I'm trying to think what else um, let me look I had a list here Death Wish The Gambler Ooh. Alice doesn't live here anymore so they're all kind of been curated for you in like a tab then in April they're going to shift it to 1984 and movies that are celebrating their fourth anniversary July it goes to 1994 you get the idea and then October mm-hmm. 2004 so I think this could be like a really fun way to like go back and like look at movies you missed and it's a series that at the start of the new year they can always do again because you got a new year you got more movies celebrating their you know 40th and 50th anniversaries mm-hmm. So that's something to kind of take a look at. And it also signals the new turn in the industry that Netflix will be acquiring more and more properties that are not original because that is what is keeping people on their platform. um, And it also is less costly for them overall. Makes sense. So we will talk to you again tomorrow, I hope. We'll talk more about Boston. I love talking about Boston. Oh, of course. (laughs) I'll I'll find some Boston stories for you. Wonderful. Thank you, my dear. Have a good one. Kristen Bird, Entertainment News, brought to you by North American Banking Company. Go to nabanco.com to learn more. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Now, you guys have been in Boston, haven't you? I've been not. to Boston? Nope. No, I've never been to Boston. Like, that's the one. I like I like American history. Um, so I've been to, like, Gettysburg and, you know, Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. is mm-hmm. fun just to go and see all that stuff. But Boston, like, that's just a town that's drenched in American history. I would love to go at some point. You know, there, there are four states I've never been in. Alaska's one. And I don't know if I ever will be in Alaska because I mean, yeah, that's a tough one. I feel like that's yeah, a tough sell. Check. <laughs> it is a tough sell, but I, for some reason, I've never been to Maine, New Hampshire, or Vermont. Those three in that northern tip, mm-hmm. northeastern tip, I've never been in any of those three states, which is weird because I've been in every one south of there. Yeah, yeah. So I gotta, I've heard. Well, Doug Sprinthal tells me I got to do that Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont trip in the fall because it's stunningly beautiful. Oh, I can bet, yeah. Yeah, all the fall colors. Like, Minnesota Mm -hmm. is always beautiful when the fall colors hit. I would assume that Maine in that area is just magnified by 100. Yeah. I have to get over something, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm telling uh, Tevin and AJ this at the same time, but I have to get over the fact that I can do a show now that's an hour and a half long because it seems like we just started. Yeah, never yeah, do a right? five-hour morning show. <laughs> I did a five-hour morning show for like thirty-five years. When it was, and all of a sudden, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say when it was five hours because that seems like a very long time. Was there because there was music where you're playing songs as well? Uh, once in a while, once a couple, while? a couple oh. an hour, something like that. But yeah, the show did so well. Of course, what the corporate corporation wanted to do was, well, let's have them on longer. Then let's have that show on longer if it's making that much money. It's all about money, you know yeah. that. Yeah, that's just a given. But we will talk to you guys. Now, Tevin, are you filling in for Alex today? Yep. Yep, I'll be here. I thought she saw that because Sagey apparently doesn't feel too good. But, AJ, we will talk to you tomorrow, though, Pally. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait. Thanks. Talk to you guys later.